0: Your weekly Selk grassroots podcast, brought to you by the Down
1: to Play app. Welcome, and now, for this week's edition of All Around the Leagues.
2: Hi there, my name's Rob, and I am the Fixture Secretary and the Media Officer for the Essex Sunday Corinthian Football League. This is our first contribution to the podcast and we're very much looking forward to providing you with some content for the coming season on a monthly basis i'm going to run through our constitution for the new season uh, which got underway last sunday and here we go in our senior division this this season which is a new addition uh, following our, our expansion to eight divisions the lineup looks like this we have bay t squad joining the league this season uh, many will know as a YouTube side based in East London, we're, we're pleased to have them on board this year Joining them are East Stars another side who are new to the competition this year, joining from the East London League Eastway Athletic are a brand new side newly formed this season El Valiente, a, w- a very familiar name around the, the London uh, C- County Cup competitions of, of, of the past uh, and been in the league now for about three seasons Flanders are one of our established sides in the league. Hatch Lane are a new side uh, joining the competition this season. We're looking forward to seeing them in action. We have another YouTube team in Click, who are based around the Dagenham area and are, and are doing some big things on there. London Mavericks are another of our sides in, in the senior division uh, who have uh, had some very good pre-season results. Repton Park, who are technically the reigning champions of the of the top division of our league, although didn't finish last year they were they were the league winners the previous season a new team secret fc um, can't tell you much about them it's hush hush and lastly warren united another of our former league champions uh, make up the the last side in our senior division lineup in the premier division which is our second tier competition asianos are the first name on the sheet here a uh, well-established side, again, uh, w- very familiar with, with the London competitions and strong performers in that down the years. They're joined by Barking and Dagenham Wanderers, another of our very well-established sides based out, out of the Dagenham area. Barking Riverside are an up-and-coming team. This is their second season, um, and they are again, they're based down in Dagenham. Brook Athletic are the next side in the Premier Division. They're based in the Newbury Park area. They're w- one of our well-established sides also. Central Colts are the fifth team in the the division, and they're a side who have moved up a couple of divisions this season uh, with some very strong performances uh, in in the last campaign, leading to them making a double jump. Chingth Athletic are a very very familiar name in our league uh, and in our local area, quite a large club, uh, doing very good things for the local area. FC Baller are the seventh team in the competition in the Premier Division. Again, they're another side who do a lot of their content on YouTube. Uh, Some very familiar faces from senior football scene in Essex. Culture Club, our team number eight. Been around a couple of years now um, and a very good side indeed. They're looking to press on this year. Another YouTube team is Panda, who are based around the North London area. We're pleased to have them on board and I've already, already seen them play so far. They're quite an impressive side. And lastly, Ultimate Vision, who, again, one of our established sides in in this level of competition, uh, based around the kind of Dagenham and Romford area. Uh, They'll be looking to make a big statement following their drop down from the top tier over the summer. In Division 1, we have a a 10-team competition here, and it starts off with (coughs) Abridge Village, a side who come into the league last season following their move from the Combination League, Uh, had some very strong pre-season results, so it'll be interesting to see how they get on this this season. AC Milano, a side that have been well-established around the local area and have recently transformed themselves into a YouTube side as well, so we get to follow the action very closely with them. Our third team is the Barking Sunday team, associated with Barking Football Club, uh, the the first team, in fact, um, and their good side run very, very well, and we're looking forward to having them in action again this season. Goresbrook are our fourth team in this competition and they were the Essex Junior Cup finalists last year. Unfortunately didn't get to uh, contest the final, uh, unfortunately, but they will look to go again this year and and hopefully get get back to where they rightfully were last season. Hornchurch-Oakmont are team number five in Division One. Again, a side that have been around probably three or four years now, made their moves up the divisions uh, slowly but gradually. A very young side, but a good, well-organised outfit. Corona Redbridge, our team number six in Division One. Uh, Polish-based side, uh, very, very, uh, very skillful outfit to watch. Um, And a side who are very, very well run, been around for a while since moving into the league about four seasons ago. Team number seven is Oceana. They came into the league in 2019, last season. Young side, very very well coached. Uh, Probably a side who will be hoping to push on a little bit more this year than they did last year then we have roos who are the eighth team in the division they're a side who uh, have come with a very strong reputation they knocked a few big teams out of our main cup competition last season so they're certainly going places team number nine valentine united one of the most established teams in our competition um been around at this level of uh, of our of our structure for a few years now um, and they're a side that are very difficult to break down. Then we've got Wanston Albion, our final team in Division One this season. Uh, they've been around a couple of years now, um, floating around kind of the middle middle divisions of our of our competition, and uh, we look forward to seeing them again this season. In Division Two, we start off with AFC Faden, uh, a side who reached the quarterfinals of the County Cup last season in Essex, so a side with a good pedigree. Uh, This is their second second year with the competition and we look forward to seeing how they perform over the coming season Uh, Big rivals to them are Chigwell United in the same division So that'll be an interesting battle this season when they come face-to-face Chigwell again also joined the competition last season had a very good year in their division and Could well have won that division if they had reached a conclusion. So they'll be looking to perform strongly again this year Emerson Park rejoin the crimson league after a couple of years away uh, planning the brentwood league and we welcome them back with open arms very well run club and we very very pleased that they decided to make the move back a new team in the competition are fc galaxy who make the move over from saturday football from the essex alliance league and they are a romanian romanian outfit um who always will, will, will go for 90 minutes they won't give up Um, And they're a side who were looking to impress on their debut in the competition Team number five FC Mexico Uh, a side who have been in the competition now for a good five or six years and Moved up and down the divisions and they reached reached the pinnacle of playing in the premier division a couple of years ago Uh, But they're now playing in our division two. They're a good good group of mates and uh, they enjoy their football then we have Flyhouse Athletic, another side returning to the Corinthian League after a year out, had a very good uh, first year with the league. Uh, probably going back a couple of years now, but they reached a, camp, a cup final and then they had a little break and now they're returning to the league. Another big name in Division 2 are Frenford, this is their Sunday outfit, uh, closely aligned with their Saturday section as well. Uh, a very well run outfit, good coaches there, um, some young players that are coming through. Um, and it'd be good to see how, how they progress this coming season. Then we have Royal Albert uh, as team number eight in this division. Actually uh, are one of the County Cup winners in this division, uh, having won the Essex Junior Trophy a couple of years back. Um, and in fact, they're they're still the holders because that competition wasn't completed last year. So we welcome them back into the league this season. Then we have st. Augustine's who have been been associated with the Corinthian League for going back for many years now uh, one of the names that you'll always find in the Constitution this is they, they used to have two teams but this is just their single side now then we have Thames Ironworks community who are closely aligned with the West Ham supporters club um, so as you can naturally imagine they are uh, West Ham supporters first and foremost and this is their Sunday love um, but they they've expanded the club. They've got two teams that have been running now for the last two and a, two and a half seasons um, And they've got some very good players there Then we have West Essex who were uh, Essex junior trophy Semi-finalists last season just missed out in the semi-final to miss out on a place in the county cup or even though it wouldn't have happened anyway, so perhaps that was a saving grace for them uh, very good young side with some good players who play good level Saturday football um, and they'll certainly be a threat at this level. In Division 3, we've got a number of new names in this division. We start off with Ainsley, who joined the league from the East London Barken and Dagenham League, uh, which sadly folded over the summer. And we're pleased to have them on board. We had uh, an incarnation of that side a few years ago. Um, with some familiar faces in this, this current Ainsley outfit that were with that original side. And we welcome him back into the league. Alpha, uh, one of the sides who've been in the competition for a, li- a little while now, uh, based out of the Wansted area, um, play their games at, at Wansted Flats. Very solid outfit. Uh, always tend to have an up and down season. You might, you generally find them around the middle area of the of the of the league standings. they will look to improve on that. Blackwall Rovers are another side based out of Wanstead Flats, uh, who who are the third team in this division. Uh, a side who have got. Uh, a, Packed with experience from both within this league and also within Saturday football, so they're never an easy team to play against Then we have Breton's Manor uh, Promoted up from the the lower division last season after after a very good Campaign and I'm sure that they'll be looking to use some of that momentum as the new season gets underway Eastbrook United are a brand new club newly formed joining the competition based in the uh, Barking area at Barking Park Um, good young side from what I from what I hear um, and certainly a side that people will want to watch this season from what I gather then we have FC Mexico B team which is obviously the B side of the other FC Mexico that we have in the league um, they're actually based a little bit further away from where the A side play in Hainault, um, but they're a side who were moved down they come down from Division two the previous season so they'll be looking to rebuild and get some momentum for this coming year new team to the league this year are Jaffna. Uh, a side who also come over from the East London Barkin and Dagenham League uh, as that folded over the summer. So we're, we're pleased to welcome them aboard. They're based in the Redbridge area. So we're very happy to, to welcome them into our into our constitution. Then we have Lonsdale, uh, one of the oldest clubs certainly in, in our competition, having formed in 1972. So for a Sunday side, that's a very good feat to keep that going. So good luck to Ian and the boys at Lonsdale for this coming season. Then we have Moncoms, uh, who are the ninth team in this division. Uh, they had a very good first couple of seasons with us. have moved up from the bottom division and then moved up again from the 2nd to bottom division to where they are now in Division 3. Uh, good side, good young side, um, and they seem to be going places, and they're based in Loutham. The next side in this division is Roneo Colts, a side who had two teams in the competition last year. Um, the second team, which effectively this is, uh, is the only side that we have left out of those two. Um, but they've they've got a lot of good players who play a good standard on, in Saturday football, um, which probably stands them in good stead for a title challenge in this division. Uh, certainly a good side going forward. And lastly in Division 3, Warren United Reserves. Um, closely linked with obviously the Warren United that we have in our top tier. This is actually a side who were in the competition as Ridgeway Rovers last season and they moved across to come under the Warren banner for the coming season. They had a very good year first time out so they'll be looking to carry that on into the new new year. In Division 4 we start off with Chingford Athletic Reserves who are, uh, were with us last year, although this is essentially a new group of players who join from uh, a previous team called fc120 who were in the combination league previously they move over to take to come under the banner of, of chingford athletic uh, who are certainly a club that are making big moves in the chingford and the wolfham abbey area the next team is cobra a young side who come out of the echo youth league a couple of years back uh, done very well last season in their de- debut season in men's football and actually reached a cup final which will take place at some point in the near future um, they're a very good, very good young side to watch. Very well followed. Uh, get get a lot of supporters following them, and they're based out of the Dagenham area. Next up, we have Eastern Avenue again. Make who made their first move into adult football last season, and had a very strong campaign um, in our Division Five as it was then. Just thinking, uh, thinking to myself there. Um, so they finished uh, third in the kind of the PPG style ratings uh, and earned themselves a move into this tier for the for the coming season a new side the fourth team here is Leightonstone Athletic who are uh, brand new as the note as the, as I suggested uh, quite a few players who have played for other clubs in the league previously so they come with plenty of experience and probably a side who therefore will will pose a threat uh, at the top end of the table we would expect this season the next team is Romford Athletic Dons who are into their second season technically um and they but they're based out of haynault uh, good side uh, watched them a couple of times last year and although they probably struggled for consistency in the league they certainly had the quality uh that that's, would hold them in good stead for a, a push further up the table fade and green are team number six at this level uh, and a side who has certainly come with some good pedigree brand new club but some individuals there who uh, certainly play a good standard on a saturday And I'm expecting that they will be a side to be reckoned with at this level. Titans United are team number seven. A side who have been in the league for a number of years now under this guy or also as Alliance United. Based in the Dagenham area and run by Mark, who's a good good coach. Uh, a, A team who probably haven't had the success that they would want in the league. But they have performed usually very well in the cup competitions. Team number eight. Uh, our team who joined us last season, it's called Total Football, um, based around the woodford uh, Epping area, um, and kind of played between those two. Good side, good young side, came into the league, um, were top of the Division 5 standings when obviously the league was concluded last year, which earned them the move up a couple of divisions. Um, and I would fully expect, based on their pre-season results, for that that kind of form to continue. The next team at this level is United Amateurs, a side who again joined us last season with a glut of teams that we, we picked up, and they're uh, largely based around the kind of the Dagenham Rainham area of Essex. Uh, they probably had not so good a start to the season last year, which curtailed any any chance of a promotion push, um, but they they're back stronger this year, and their pre-season results suggest that they might be a side that will be on the move. Our penultimate team in Division Four. Is Upshire forest who are predominantly a Saturday club in the past but this is actually now their only side that they run unfortunately the Saturday side no longer continues but this is their Sunday outfit and they'll probably hope that they can transfer some of the success of their Saturday side into their Sunday team as they progress into their second year with the Corinthian League uh, and they're based out of Wolfram Abbey and lastly in this in this level is young Royals uh, again as the name suggests a young side um, who joined the competition this year, again, East London-based. Um, we don't know too much about them, but they come with a, a good reputation, so we, we're very excited to, to see what they've got on offer for them this year. In Division 5, uh, big division this one. So we start off with Colbert Royals Vets, um, which might not sound overly glamorous to you, but Joe Cole is their manager um, and will feature on occasion when other other commitments allow him. Uh, new side to the league, obviously, and slotted in in one of the lower divisions. Uh, an older side, so it'll be interesting to see how they cope playing against some, some younger legs uh, at this level of the game. Custom House Community are the second team in this division. They had a reasonably strong season in comparison to previous ones. They're generally a little bit inconsistent, but they, they did well last year. got themselves into a cup final, which will obviously come up. Sometime during the autumn um, and I I imagine they'll look to use some of that momentum as they start a new league campaign Dagenham Rangers are a new team in the league this season Uh, as the name suggests they're kind of based out of the Barking stroke Dagenham area Uh, A Very experienced side with some familiar faces amongst amongst the ranks who have played in the league before so that should hold them in good stead another new team in the league is Fairlop Rovers uh, who are an offshoot of their Saturday side who play in the Essex Alliance League? This is their Sunday version of the team um, based in the Barkingside area um, and based on their Saturday form you would imagine that they will be a Pretty reasonable side in Sunday football. So we will, we will look look at their early results and see see what they're looking at Then we have Newham Athletic who are a well-established side been been in the league for about three years now and they, they actually were league and cup, uh, league winners and cup finalists a couple of years ago in what was a pretty memorable season for them, having finished pretty low the year before. Um, but they kind of hit hit the, hit the rocks a little bit last year, didn't have the best of seasons, so they'll hope to go again this year. Then we have Ping City Phoenixes, one of my personal favorite named clubs in the competition. Um, not entirely sure where the name come from, but it's a great one nonetheless. Uh, based out of the walthamstow area Uh, again a couple of years they have been with us now not had the most consistent of of seasons really but they they continue to to play on and they they show so much enthusiasm Um, and hopefully that holds them in good stead for what could be a promotion push if they can get some good run of results together another new club in the league is royal lions one of two teams that they've brought into the competition they're going to be based in the Hainault area, uh, young side, um, relatively young, coming out of youth football mixed with some experienced players as well. Um, so don't know too much about them, followed their pre-season results and they've kind of had some mixed results so far. So it'll be interesting to see how they get on in Division 5. Sing Sabah Barkin are team number eight in Division 5 here. And they are, again, a very well-established club. Uh, in the local area they play their games out of newby park and they are always a side that you can expect to have a good game against uh, good football inside in general and as a club they're very well organized uh, and and a very good outfit to have in the competition team number nine is stowe rovers who are a new club in the league although with some familiar faces from teams in the past in in the league so not necessarily a brand new side just some recycling of players you might say around the league uh some good pre-season results I've, I've actually watched them already and they they they're quite an impressive side so i'm expecting some big things from them the next team is techers vets uh, a side who as, as you might imagine are slightly older than some of the others as well but certainly not lacking in quality and uh it will prove how, how much quality by how well they get on and get some of the young sides no doubt they'll let the ball do the work uh, as older sides tend to do and they'll read the game um, so it'd be very interesting to see how how them and colebrook perform uh, in in what is typically open age football and lastly in this division is valence united a very well-known club in the dagenham area um, big youth club set up uh, started now their men's side as well playing out of valence park which is a park that are uh, not really had much much dealing with in the past, but it's a not, nice little park. Uh, they're a side who've got a lot of players who have played in the league before for various clubs, uh, including some that are a little bit higher up as well. So you'd expect, and also based on their pre-season results, that they will put up a strong showing this coming season. And lastly, into Division Six, which is a, a new tier for this season, uh, making this our eighth eighth division. Uh, we start off with barking reserves uh, pleasing uh, in this division particularly to see so many young sides progressing out of youth football which has always been one of our, our main um targets really to see that progression through from the, from the youth game barking reserves are one of those um, recently coming out of the echo junior league i believe um playing out of Maysbrook park where the first team play so good good young side from what i from what i, I hear uh, not seen too much of them so far so it'll be really interesting to see how the transition for them goes another big youth club in the local area is byron red star who joined the competition this year too and we we're very very pleased to have them on board and uh, not not quite as young side perhaps as barking but some players there who are re- relatively new to the adult football scene amongst some some experienced players too so good luck to them for the season east Tilbury town are the third team in division six and they've been around a couple of years now and also with us under previous names too, so they're very familiar with the Corinthian League setup. Um, and we, you know, they're a side who probably did have a pretty good year last year. May um, put some good performances in through the middle and end part of the season, and could have easily finished in a kind of a top four or five position in last year with a good run of results. So they'll look to carry on that momentum hopefully into this new season. Epping Forest Falcons are team number four in Division Six, and they side who have been with us now for a good few years. Um, one of the nicer clubs around. You, you don't often get much aggravation from them. Um, slowly, they're quite a, quite a large youth set up locally. Got a few youth teams that play under the banner as well. So uh, it's good, a good club to have on board based out of the Woodford area. The next club is Epping Royals, who are closely associated with Epping Youth, um, based in Epping, uh, as you might have imagined. Uh, new side coming into youth football, uh, sorry, coming out of youth football into adult football this season. And again, we've, as we're Barking and a couple of other sides, uh, the first season, always an interesting one for youth teams. So we'll see see how well they adapt to playing against adult sides. The next team is Ilford County, who arrived with us quite late in the day, so we don't know too much about them. Um, based around the Wanstead area is where their home ground is and we we we, we're expecting some good things from them um we've got some players who have played in the league before so it'll be interesting to see how they get on the next team is mansfield rangers a brand new side again with some players who have been in the competition previously they're going to be based out of walthamstow this season Um, a little bit further from home than they might have hoped for but unfortunately uh, ground availability kind of put paid to them playing more closer to home. The next team is Royal Lions Reserves, uh, as as the name suggests, the reserve side of the team entered into Division Five, based around the Hainault area, and another side, very much transitioning through from youth football in recent years, mixed with a few a little bit of experience too then we have thames ironworks community reserves which is certainly the the biggest mouthful of all the teams in the league Um, but again they're they're very closely linked with the west ham uh, supporters club west ham tv essentially so uh, good following from uh, the local area for that for them as well as their first team Uh, kind of finished in the bottom half of the table last year but they're a side who certainly have the 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 ability and the skill skill level to make a move a little bit further up the table uh, and they'll hope to do so this year and last but not least woodford green united uh, as the name suggests based from woodford green uh, joined the league last season probably would admit that they didn't have the best of seasons Uh, we really did struggle primarily to get their games played on a pitch which was vastly affected by the weather and that kind of curtailed any momentum that they might have tried to get across the season um, but they're back for another crack at it, and we're very, very, very pleased to have them on board. So that brings to an end this rundown of our constitution for the 2020 21 season. As I said, our league season did get underway last Sunday, and we're very much looking forward to providing some further content for this podcast as we go through the season. Good luck, everybody.
3: Welcome to our All Around the Leagues recording, bringing you news and updates from the North Kent Sunday Football League. We start with confirming the results from the matches played on Sunday, the 6th of September. In the senior division, AFC Oddfellows 1, Punjab United 0, with Kurt Payne getting the only goal of the game in this fixture. Rao Geema 5, Riverview United 0. The Albion 1, uh, Sun 5. Charlie Clover and James Truman both scoring a brace for the Sun, with Dave Bryant scoring the other. Longfield Athletic and Sean was postponed. In Division 1, South Darrenth 1, Hive Titans 2, Dartford Eagles 4, Marley Royals 3, New Ash Green 1, Newtown Cobras 3. In Division 2, Sean Hyam 4, Swanscombe Tigers reserves 2. Rising Eagles and Ye Old Leather Bottle was postponed. AFC Rocheville, 3. Springhead Park, 2. Gravesend Spartans, 1. Six Bells, nil. Josh Shirt with the only goal for Gravesend Spartans. And Black Lion Hartley, 4. Cobham, 2. Steve Plum scoring twice for Cobham, but Black Lion replied with Ricky Waterman, Junior Downey, Adam Grimwood and Mark Wellard each getting a goal to ensure the three points head back to Hartley. In Division 3, Taverners nil, Gravesend Vipers 2, AFC Bells, who were formerly the Echo, 3, Halls Athletic 2, Phoenix Sports 1, Pelham Arms 3, and well in, part, well in Part Wanderers 5, Verbena nil, where Alex Bell scored a hat-trick, and Andy Ball and Lee Knight also scoring in a convincing win for the new Division 3 side. Uh, Grey's End United versus Guru Nanak was postponed. In Division 4, Hollisters 3, Queen 2, Zens 2, the Rose Athletic 2. Tyler Packer and Jamie Cook both scored for the Rose, with Ollie Holmes scoring a brace for Zens to ensure both teams took a share of the points on the opening day. Dartford Athletic 0, Ridgeway Darts 3, Nuevo Club and Gravesend Cricketers was postponed. And Guru Nanak reserves one. Darston Athletic five. Moving on to our games of the week. Jack correctly predicted the outcome of two games last week, but didn't get any correct scores, and therefore scores two points. This week's gamers of the week in the senior division we've got Sun versus Rao Gamer. In Division One, Hive Titans versus Swanscombe Tigers. In Division Two, Ye Olde Leather Bottle versus Sean Hyam. In Division Three, Halls Athletic versus Taverners. and in Division Four, the Rose versus Hollisters. This week's games have been uh, game predictions have been provided by Dan from Black Lion. In the Sun versus Rail Gamer game, uh, Dan has gone for a two-all score draw. Uh, for Hive Titans versus Swanscombe Tigers, Dan has predicted a two-nil win for Swanscombe Tigers. In the Old Leather Bottle versus Sean Hyam, Dan has predicted a 3-2 win for the Old Leather Bottle. Dan's predicted Halls to beat Taverners by two goals to one. And in Division 4, Dan has predicted that Hollisters will beat the Rose by three goals to one. That's all for this week. We'll be back with more news and results from the North Kent Sunday Football League next week. Bye for now.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to the Southern Sunday Football League section of All Around the Leagues. I won't talk too much before we get going. So let's get started with the Graham Dodd Premier Division where eight teams were in action in the opening weekend of the 2020-2021 season. AFC Ballon lost their first home game by four goals to one to Clapham Rovers. Albion lost by six goals to two to last season's Premier Division winners on points per game, Southwest Rangers. Swag FC beat AFC Putney by one goal to nil. Swag, who nearly got relegated last year, so that's a very good result for them. Another team who got a very good result was Wimbledon Town's first team. Wimbledon Town, who won the yep. championship last year on points per game beat Westminster Wanderers away from home by four goals to nil also. Moving on to the Tony Eldridge Championship, where Bath old boys kicked off their home campaign with a defeat by four goals to two to Wheatsheath Athletic. Cosmo United also lost at home by four goals to one to South London Giants. And then ourselves, Sporting Continental, We beat Streatham Stanley by seven goals to two. Also at Streatham's home ground, the video for that game will be out on our YouTube page or YouTube channel should I say, either Thursday or Friday this week. Make sure you go and click subscribe. And also, whilst you're there, check out our London Cup final win that we had a few weeks ago. Battersea Dogs, Clapham Newtown, Lazio FC and West Norwood we're not in action this week. So all the best for those teams in the coming week when they all kick off their season. Moving on to the Bob Dixon League One. Barking Mad FC began their campaign with a 3-1 victory against Whig Army. Barking Mad looking to get back to the championship. Of course, they were relegated last year. Club Football Vale's first team lost by three goals to two at home to Brixton Town FC. Kudos Athletic came back from 1 0 down to beat Norton FC by two goals to 1. And London Ravens playing their first game in the Bob Dixon League 1 after being promoted last year from Division 2 beat two in Celtic by 3 goals to 2 away from home. In League 2, QN antigua's first team lost by 1 goal to 0 to Real Dundonald FC. Putney Pacers put three goals past Sporting Crabs as they took a 3 1 win. Vale County FC beat Wimbledon Town B's team by one goal to nil. And Wimbledon Commoners FC beat Ribbledale's Rovers by three goals to two. Over in League Three, Ballon Mariners beat London Brooks FC by two goals to one at home. Dara's first team suffered a 4 0 defeat. At home to South London All Stars. Ellsfield FC and Westminster Wanderers reserves battled to a 2 2 draw. And Wimbledon Wolves beat Parklife B by six goals to one. Moving on to League Four. Locomotive Wimbledon beat Magpie Recruitment by three goals to nil. Merton Athletic beat Q Antigua's B Team by four goals to three. North Coast Rangers scored six goals in a nine-goal thriller against Clapham Wanderers FC. And Top Deck lost by three goals to one to AFC Mortlake. Only three games to report about in League Five. Painters Community beat Kings Athletics by two goals to one. Real El Madrid lost by two goals to one to AFC Bluebirds. And Westminster Wanderers' third team beat Lambeth All Stars reserve teams by five goals to three. In League Six, Clapham Common FC beat London Ravens' B team by seven goals to two. St Matthews Project beat St Cuthbert's Casuals by four goals to one. West 10 Wanderers were 6-1 victors against more Rangers. And Westminster Wanderers under 23s got pummeled by 5 goals to 1 against UBL CFC Old Boys. In League 7, AFC Poplar Rovers beat Olympic Mayonnaise FC by 3 goals to nil. Great name by the way. Barnstormers and Victoria Line Velocity battled to a 1-1 draw, as did Southwest Athletics FC and Syndicate FC. Summers Town Casuals FC lost by 1 goals to 2 against LMT FC. And finally, in League 8, AFC Putney's reserve side, or AFC Putney XI, 11 Came out 5 0 winners against Balham and Clapham Albion AFC. Dara FC's reserve also lost by five goals, although they did manage to get one goal against Lions United FC. East Putney lost by two goals to four against Blase Ballers. And South City put five goals past Rosendale Sports, who did manage to get a goal themselves with the scoreline finishing. South City 5, Rosendale Sports 1. So that's it for this week in the Southern Sunday Football League. About 40 or 50% of games were not played this week due to pitch availability. So I'm expecting there to be a lot more games played next week and I'll be back and hope to see you guys or hear from you guys soon. Don't forget to subscribe to Sporting Continental's YouTube channel. You can see all of our games from last season, all of our games from this season. They all go up up there. Normally, we put it on a Wednesday. This week, we will be putting them up on a Thursday or a Friday. But you can check out our London Sunday Junior Cup match that we had two weeks ago. County Cup final, that's up. And leave us a like, leave a comment on one of the videos. Let us know what you think. Let us know where we can improve. And that's it for me today.
4: Another big thank you to Around the Leagues. This is Daniel Merricks from Upton Park Ladies. Um, Just touching base with our contribution. So the first thing that we've got to uh, discuss is the league schedule finally got announced. Um, after mass changes in the Greater London Women's League. Um, as I reported last time, the West Division um, is no longer. And so we had three teams inputted into our league in Division 2 North. Um, and the fixtures for this month are as follows, are as followed. Um, we will play our very first competitive game as a club in the league against Alexandra Park women at home, thankfully, um, at the West Ham Foundation um, with a 2pm kick-off. The, the weeks preceding, we have um, New London Lionesses at away and Brentford away, along with um a game against our rivals to end the month um Hackney Lionesses um a nice bit of rivalry there going into there down at the marsh Hackney Marshes that should be a good game i'm uh, really looking forward to that one but yeah just touching on um a few bits of this week what what's been happening obviously we come off the back end of a, of another defeat um in our pre-season but hey it was um it was something we expected. We got into this preseason knowing that we were going to put the girls through, you know, really hard fixtures. Um, we've had four solid teams that we played against, um, and Luton were impressive on the weekend as well. I genuinely did think that we could, you know, take them. I genuinely think that you know, if we had one or two key players that uh, were missing for this game, we would have. Um, we've got a much more positive result um, but there's a lot of positives to take from it a couple of new players one of our new players scored a goal on a debut so that was really good um, and we we're looking forward to the um, week ahead training on Wednesday we're going to see who's available for our very first game I'm hoping that you know everyone's had enough notice now to uh, make sure that they're available for the very first game of the league season, you you would hope. Um, so that gives me an opportunity to pick from a fully-strength squad. Um, we've got one injury with our captain, uh, Rochelle. She's picked up a, like a groin strain that's um, been off and on for a couple of weeks. Um, <laughs> she's looking like a doubt. But in terms of the rest of the squad, fully fit fully ready, ready to go and really excited. Um Club Kit is arriving this uh this Wednesday. So tomorrow, um ahead of schedule of the game and also gives us an opportunity to uh get get a photo shoot in with the squad, squad photos, player profiles and stuff like that. So um we're building off of the pitch as well with obviously like the club website, etc being completed but my predictions uh for this week um and the games i've got to back us i'm gonna i'm gonna predict us a 3-1 win um we really need we really need a win to be fair uh the girls need something to lift their confidence and i really think that they are in the mood to um really you know put things right um and get firing on all cylinders, we're creating enough against top quality opposition. Um and this is by no means disrespecting Alexandra Park or any of the other teams in our league, but if we're able to create against the likes of Stevenage, Billericke, um Luton and Hashtag United, we've scored in all of our all of our pre-season games, which looking at the teams in our league, there's been some teams that have lost by quite a margin and not been able to create enough to score um against teams that maybe aren't even on on the par of that so um <clears throat> and then there's the other side of things where you know other teams within our league have leaked goals during pre-season also some some of which more than us um some of which are less but it just shows how open this season is going to be you know we're going to get chances and we just got to put them away um the game that I am really excited for and looking forward to though um Will be a bit further down the line when um, we'll play play our friends and fellow Newham Borough Club Crusaders Forest Crusaders at Memorial Park um, later on in the year. So that's something to keep an eye on um, and just yeah, just keep your ears open for some more information about that. Um, in terms of my predictions for. Around our league in general. Um, so I'm predicting. Forest Crusaders. To get the win against Hackney Lionesses. Um, I'm confident. Forest Crusaders will do that. They're, they're at home. They've got the home advantage. Um, Hackney women. Against Actonine's ladies. Um, I'm going for. Hackney on that one. Um, New London Lionesses. Have got Tower Hamlets Women's Reserves. I'm going for a Tower Hamlet's win for that one. Um, Watford ladies have got Regents Park. I'm going for a Watford ladies win. Brentford and the final game of this weekend um, will be Brentford Women's Development against Cam- Camden Town. I'm going for a Brentford Women. Uh, development win, so that's around the leagues with um, me, Daniel Merricks at Upton Park Ladies, um, and that's been around the leagues in the Greater London Women's Football League Division Two. Thanks for your time, thanks for being a part of the um, the show and listening, and also um, you know, thank you to the uh, podcast for allowing us to contribute again. Take care having
3: trouble tracking who can play and who can't
4: download down to play before your next match the first app to purely focus on player availability get down to play for free in the app store and google play
5: hello and welcome to the first all around the leagues update from the selk new boys at the barnet sunday football league last week our Kicked off with 12 fixtures across six of our seven divisions. Um, it was a goal-filled weekend with 76 goals in total across the 12 fixtures. So we'll just have a quick run through of the results and then talk about some standout performances and our game of the week before we follow that up with what's to come this week um, and some score predictions on those games that are to come this week. So last week. As I said, we had 12 games We had no games in our Premier Division last week They're set to kick off this weekend There were two games in Division 1 First of all, AFC Oakwood First Team Beat Enfield United 3-1 And Highgate Albion Reserves Also won, this time 5-0 against Kadara's Town Two more games in Division 2 First off, AFC Rose Blue Won 3-0 at home to Intermill Hill and Shentree Athletic came from behind to beat Millhill Club the football 5 3. Division 3 had three games. First up, Hendonians were 4 1 winners at home to Enfield Albion. London Orient kicked off their season with a 1 0 win over Highgate Albion thirds. And FC Trent Park drew 6 all with Arnos Rangers. Division 4, another two games. Jogo Benito lost at home 3 2 to North London Reds. While Whetstone Wanderers Old Boys picked up a 3-1 victory over FC Cricklewood Division 5 there were two games Pro Panthers won 4-1 at home to Armenian Youth Association Whilst Underdogs won 8-2 against North London Panthers The performance of the week this week um, is an obvious one That goes to the Stratford Arms Blues who impressively dispatched of Oak Hill FC 11-3 With seven goals from their striker Tommy Jones Fuller I'm sure his brother Ricardo would have been proud The game of the week however was at Donkey Lane Lane 3G Where Trent Park and Arnos Arnos Rangers share the spoils in a 6-all draw Described by the Trent Park manager Stell as insane This week sees the return of the Premier Division Which kicks off with an absolute cracker at Hadley FC Between Park Royals and title favourites Rising Ballers They'll both be looking to get their title pushes off to a good start. In Division 1, we will see if Highgate Albion reserves can continue their positive start when they take on long-serving Barnet League side Northumberland Park Rangers who have been in the Premier for the last few seasons. Only one game in Division 2 this week as United House take on Grange Park. United House will be keen to carry over their good form from last season where they scored 72 goals in 16 games in Division 4. Division 3 sees strongly fancied Hendonians kick off their season at home to BSFL new boys London Orient who will be looking to stamp their authority early doors. Division 4 brings about the first fixture of the season for one of our most historic clubs, Roving Reporters, formed by the one and only John Motson. They take on Jago Benito who, have a strong sh- who gave a, sh- a strong showing sorry, in this division last season. Division 5 and 6 we will leave for this week as most teams are new and we want to see how they pan out before we pass comment on how they're getting on or how we expect them to get on. But best of luck to all sides in their games this week. We've got a few quick score predictions um, for the games that we've picked out from each division this week. Um, some of the people who've made predictions have asked to remain anonymous and some people have, have put their names against them. We'll start off with the game between my side, Park Royals, and title favourites rising ballers in the Premier Division. Adam from Highgate Albion, who also expect to be challenging this season, has predicted a 2 draw. In Division 1, we picked out Highgate Albion Reserves against Northumberland Park Rangers. And we've had someone from their division p- predict the result. They've asked to remain anonymous, but they've gone for a 5-1 Highgate Albion Reserves win. In Division 2, we picked out United House against Grange Park. We didn't have much choice because it's the only game. But Dom from Millhill Club The Football has predicted a 3 2 win for Grange Park. In Division 3, we picked out Hendonians against London Orient. As we said, Hendonians will expect a strong showing this season. And our anonymous tipster has agreed with us on that one and has predicted a 5 1 win for Hendonians. Finally, Rovan reporters against Jago Benito in Division 4. Nick from Cosy Brotherhood FC has predicted a tight two-all draw in that game as well. Best of luck to everyone this week, and we'll be back next week for more updates.
6: Hello, and welcome to the All Around the League's uh, Hearts Advertiser weekly results and fixtures update. Uh, first week of the season just gone past this Sunday. Um, and yeah, just going to run through the results. So starting off with the cup games that were played um, from last season. So we actually had our first game on Thursday evening, which ended New Greens 1, Blacksmiths 5 in the Hearts Advertiser Intermediate Cup. Then on Sunday, in uh, we had Skewbridge 8, 6 Bells 2 in the Hearts Advertiser KO Cup Quarterfinal. Hilltop 1. Oaks 0 in the Hearts Advertiser Challenge Cup quarter-final. And in the Hearts Advertiser Junior Cup semi-final, we had Forza Watford 0, Harpen & Colt Old Boy Reserves 4. On to Division 4, and the results are Marshallswick Rovers 3, Brookmans Park Reserves 1, Phoenix A1, Hatfield Mosquitoes 5, St. Albans Warriors 2, Newside, Welling Pegasus, 6. Welling Warriors, one of my top three for this division, 8. Royston Rangers reserves, nil, And my game of the week, which I thought was going to be close, uh, but actually was quite a comfortable win for the Hatfield Seniors. Ending wrestlers, nil, Hatfield Seniors, 5. In Division 3, we had Royston Rangers, 4. The Wishing Well, 0. TNF, 3. Phoenix reserves, 2. Mermaid 5, Beehive Reserves 1, and Hansbury's 5, Bournemouth Raiders 1. In Division 2, AFC Mims 2, Player Packs 7, Welling Warriors 4, St George's 1, and blowing my League 2 prediction right out the water on the first game of the season, Wee-Amstead 89-0, Little Heath 6. In Division 1, we had Harpen and Colt Old Boys 2, Hilltop Reserves 1, Hearts Lions 1, Bournemouth Rovers 7, Verulam Old Boys 1, AFC London Road Reserves 3, and my game of the week for Division 1 ended FC Welling 3, Blacksmiths 1. And finally, in the Premier Division, Blackbury Jacks 3, Brookmans Park 4, Phoenix 1, AFC London Road 2, Plough and Harrow 6, Beehive 3. Moving on to the fixtures for this coming Sunday the 13th of September. We have one cup game uh, carried over from last season. The Hearts Advertiser Challenge Cup quarterfinal uh, where Skewbridge will host the Plough and Harrow. Then in Division 4, we have Brookmans Park Reserves against Welling Warriors Reserves, um, one of my fancied teams who had a fantastic win at the weekend. Um, the side that I would now say are the front runners, in my opinion, of predictions for the, for the Division 4 title Hatfield Seniors at home to Hatfield Mosquitoes. Royston Rangers Reserves against Phoenix A. The wrestlers who will be looking to bounce back on shore from a, a poor defeat on the opening day against St Albans Warriors and Welling Pegasus against Marshalls Whit Rovers. In Division 3, Bournemouth Raiders are at home to Mermaid FC. Hansbury's host Royston Rangers. Phoenix Reserves will face Wheat Hampstead Wanderers, who will be playing their first game of the season, so it'll be interesting to see whereabouts they're at. The Beehive Reserves against Forza Watford, and the Wishing Well against TNF. On to Division 2, and Little Heath against St George's, I'm sure will be looked at in a lot of detail after Little Heath's very impressive win away to Wheathamstead 89, who many people, including myself, tipped for the Division 2 title this season. We also have Oaks against Player Packs, which is an interesting fixture. Uh, Pinewood against Harpen & Colt Old Boys Reserves, Welling Warriors against New Greens, and Wheat Hampstead 89 against AFC Mims. In Division 1, we have Blacksmiths against Veverlum Old Boys, Bournemouth Rovers against Bournemouth Social Club, Harpen & Colts against AFC London Road Reserves, Hearts Lions against Hilltop Reserves, and Snugbar against FC Welling who looked very impressive this weekend, beating Blacksmiths 3-1. We also, in the Premier Division, have four fixtures. That's AFC London Road against Blackbury Jacks. Last year's league leaders at the time that the league was stopped, AFC Rangers, will take on Hilltop. Six Bells against Phoenix. And the Beehive will take on Brookmans Park. So... um, Onto the my games of the week for this Sunday. There's a couple of crackers in the prem. Uh, AFC London Road against Blackberry Jacks is always a really good game, really close game um, between them two. But my game of the week that I'm going for this week is AFC Rangers against Hilltop. Uh, I think everyone in the division will be definitely be looking to see how strong AFC are this year. They've lost a couple of players. They've merged with the Blacksmiths first team. Uh, seeing how they've gelled over pre-season. Um, It's going to be a good game. Hilltops, always a very, very, very tough game for anyone. Uh, But I think AFC Rangers will edge it. I'm going to go for 2-1 AFC Rangers on this one. In Division 1, again, there's a couple of uh, games that that stand out. But I'm going to go with the Bournemouth Derby uh, between Bournemouth Rovers and Bournemouth Social Club, or BWSC as they're known. Um, First one of the season. um, Good to see a couple of Bournemouth sides joining again this year. Um, But for me, Bournemouth Rovers look very strong in their opening game, winning 7-1 against Hearts Lions, who I know are a very good side. And I think they'll continue with their win. I'm going to go for 4-1 to Bournemouth Rovers in this one. On to Division Two, um, and my game of the week is Oaks against Player Packs FC. Player Packs really impressive in their opening game. Oaks obviously had a cup fixture, uh, only lost one 0 to Hilltop from the Premier Division. So I'm really, really excited about this one. I think it'd be a cracking game. Um, I think Player Packs might just edge it. It'll be a close game. Uh, I think it'll be two one to Player Packs, um, but this will be a, a, a really good game there in Division Two. Um, And in Division 3, there's a few good games again. But for me, uh, I'm really keen to see how good Wheat Hampstead Wanderers are. Uh, I've tipped them for the league this year. They're away at Phoenix Reserves. Um, So in Division 3, Phoenix Reserves against Wheat Hampstead Wanderers. That's my game of the week. And finally, Division 4, I think this week's Game of the Week, the one to watch will be the wrestlers against St. Albans Warriors. Um, Just seeing how the wrestlers bounce back, I know the St. Albans Warriors had a defeat in the opening game of the season too, so both of them will really be looking to to get off the mark. And uh, yeah, that's my game for Division 4. Uh, Thanks very much for listening, Um, have a a look out for us next week uh, where we'll run through and hopefully have a bit of news from the league in regards to cup competitions etc and also the County Cup.
7: So yeah, thanks very much, cheers. Welcome to the Watford Sunday League podcast from match day one. On the 6th of September, Sunday football returned for the first time in almost six months with a full league programme. It was a high scoring return with 26 goals scored in the five top flight fixtures alone. Nine of the 26 goals came in a thriller between newly promoted Fox and Hounds and Old Falerians, which the away side edged through 5-4. Fox and Hounds had a dream start when Lee Culverhouse beat two defenders on the edge of the box, cut back, and then finished low at the near post. Valerians levelled through Dan Wolseley, who nipped in between the defender and keeper to still to steer home a Marco Polakoff clearance. Craig Totten then played Charlie Haley in who converted at the near post from the right corner of the box. Hayley then added another from a Dan Wolseley corner, who then scored direct from a free kick himself to put Valerian's 4-1 up by half-time. The home side mounted a comeback in the second half, scoring twice in quick succession through Lee Culverhouse with his second of the game and one from Dan Burton but Ryan Wolseley then furthered the lead for Valerians, catching the keeper off guard with a long-range strike from around 30 yards out. Matt Causebrook pulled another goal back for Fox and Hounds, but it was not enough to prevent their Premier Division debut ending in a defeat. Champions for the last seven seasons, Oakview, started with a 6-1 win over Sun Sports Athletic, although the game was not as one-sided as the scoreline suggests. Indeed, the first half ended goalless, with both sides missing good chances. Early in the second half, Tom Kennedy raced through from from the halfway line to chip the keeper, and he made it two with a towering header from a Lewis Putman corner. Before John Smith, Luke Beardsworth and Lewis Putman put the game beyond sun with well-taken goals before Kennedy completed his hat-trick with a shot into the bottom right corner. Bradley Sweeney notched the sole sun reply. The newly merged Everett Rovers-Reed had a good start with a 2-0 win over last season's third-place team Evergreen. Everett went ahead on the half-hour mark when Corby Bryan bundled the ball into the net after a good interchange between Messick Williams and Nick Curley. The second half was much the same with Everett having much of the possession and they scored a second through Barry Mitchell after he was set up by Messick Williams and hitting the shot on the half volley. St Joseph's, who have finished the last two seasons in the bottom two, got off to a good start with a 3-2 win over FC Unicorn. In the first half, the Joes went ahead from a penalty which was converted by Alex Ward. The second followed shortly afterwards when a whip-free kick from Alex Ward was met by the head of Robbie Tocker. In the second half, Unicorn found themselves down to nine men after two dismissals, but despite this, they pulled a goal back following a defensive mix-up through Joe Smith. St. Joseph's reinstated their two-goal advantage within five minutes, following a smart turn and finish by Ellis Douglas. Unicorn pulled another one back with the last touch of the game with a smart header from Charlie Beach. Rifle Volunteer also got off to a winning start with a 2-1 victory over Chorley Wood Club. Ish Ihai drilled one home from a tight angle to give Rifle the lead, but soon after... Tom Shaw hit a thunderous shot from around 25 yards out to equalise. The game looked to be heading towards a draw until Ihe scored his second of the game late on to seal the win. In Division 1, Oxy Spartans, last season's second division's runners-up, had a dream start with a 2-1 home victory over Maple Cross who only missed out on promotion to the Premier Division by .09 on the points per game. Jordan Aston Woods put Oxy ahead in the first half before George Dawling added a second early in the second half. All Maple Cross had to show for their morning's work was a goal scored in the last minute from Tom Horton. ASC Leesden had to come back from 2-0 down to defeat Canterbury Rangers, Cassidy went ahead when John Birch brought the ball out from the back and fed Jack Henley, who slipped in Coram Chase, who was able to slide the ball past the onrushing keeper from 15 yards out into the bottom right corner. Rangers then doubled their lead through a good press from Joe Ainsworth on the right wing, who played the ball onto Joe Mortimer, who crossed for Corham Chase to slide in at the back post to make it 2-0. With half-time looming, Leesden pulled back a goal with a Mark Riddick looped home A-header. The comeback was complete when Aliou Gibrel headed the ball across the back to Jack Carter who volleyed into the top corner. Bushy Rangers beat Ricky ASC 5-1. Bushy opened the scoring through Chris Dowling in the 10 minutes before the break and they seized control of the game Adding a second three minutes later when Chris Dowling got a second. After the break Bushy carried on where they left off and scored again eight minutes into the second half through Steve Dowling. James Henney got the fourth on the hour, and Chris Dowling completed his hat trick six minutes later. Ricky scored a deserved consolation goal with the last kick of the game through Catalin Kat- Piritachi. The, other the others to score five goals at home were North Watford, who beat Langley Berry 5 2. It was a case of missed chances for Langleyberry, who despite two goals from Oliver Seals and Lenny Farhall, failed to take a host of others. As a home side won thanks to a brace from Conor Flanagan, with Showy Bally, Daryl Brown and Carl Brown also on target. AFC Bedmond beat Railway Arms with goals from Tommy Twelves after half an hour with a header and a penalty in the second half from Jordan Toomey. In Division 2, FC Metropolitan Hearts had a good start with a 6-1 away win over ACS Milan. Dan Branch with a hat-trick, two from Rob Gradwell and one from Tom McGuinness, with Matt Gibson scoring the only reply for ACS. Chess United beat St Mary's Harefield 4-3 after, the, after they almost threw away a 4-0 lead. Clinical finishing from Ali Shale and Cameron Murray with two apiece put Chess in command before St Mary's battled back with two goals from Cole Swan and one from Charlie Mallin. Donbar beat West Hart's 2-0, Jamie Anderson and Chris Herbert with the goals. And soccer beat FC Woodside 2 1, with Michael Kofi and Tyler Connor on target and Joe Fox scoring the FC Woodside reply. Skyline had a single goal advantage at half time over ERFC after a Kieran Warren goal, but two poor defensive errors saw the away side come back and score three unanswered second half goals. In Division 3, Halfshire Eagles carried on their strong pre-season form with a 4-1 win over Inter. Although the scores had been tied 1-1 at the break, Ryan Scullion scored the Inter goal with Charlie Kimpton replying for Eagles before Eagles added, added further strikes in the f- second 45 minutes through Jack McLaughlin T. Beer-Allen and Connor Hewitt-Coleman. Both sides who finished last season in the bottom two in the table, Watford Athletic and Batchworth, enjoyed good away wins. Batchworth beat Francis George 2-0, thanks to Hugh Phillips and Sam Hollis, while Athletic had a 4-3 win over South Hearts. Joe Brown Ryan McRindle and Riyad Islam with the South Hearts goals. With Liam Crane, Justice Bakaras and Bradley Lodge and an own goal were enough for Athletic. The two remaining games both ended 3-2 with a win for Woodside Wanderers and Watford Town. Woodside beat Sparta Phoenix thanks to in part to two debut goals from Bradley James and Pedro Margarido, whilst Gary Wicks sealed the win thanks to a late penalty. Both Sparta goals coming from Tom Realstone. In the meanwhile, Watford Town won the Watford Derby over Watford Sports. Harry Marzek scoring a double and one from Kieran Nolan, with sports replying thanks to Taylor Kemp and an own goal. Next week's fixtures for the 13th see that in the Premier Division, four of this week's winners face each other as last season's bottom two, Old falerans and St Joe's, face each other, whilst Rifle Volunteer face Everett Rovers-Reed. In Division One, as well as two winners from last week, Bushy Rangers face AFC Bedmond, whilst Caspery Rangers and Langley Berry, who both lost, face each other looking for a first three points. The only game in each Division Two and Three. Uh, are the two relegated sides from last season, West Hearts facing FC Woodside, whilst in Division 3, it's Sparta phoenix against Inter-FC. The other Division 2 and 3 sides are playing in the first round of the Eric Hand Challenge Cup. The pick of these ties looks like being Donbar, who reached the quarter-final last season against Watford Sports, And a Middlesex derby between Second Division St Mary's Harefield and Third Division Batchworth. Hello and welcome
0: to the Leatherhead and District part of the podcast. We have 49 matches for the opening weekend, which are as follows. In the Premier Division we have Partizan All-Stars versus Duke of Buckingham, Putney Town versus Old Wimbledonians, Wongas versus Oxhot Royals. And Wandsworth Elite versus Barnes eagles Seniors. In Division 1, we have JB Rangers versus, versus Ashford Town Middlesex, London St George's versus Chesington United, Old Wimbledonian Reserves versus Wongash United, and Pavletico Rovers versus AFC Chase. In Division 2, we have Alexandria United versus Royal Admiral, Chesington Sports versus Car Shorten, Hamworth Sports versus Not Very Athletic, and Putney Lions versus Carl All-Stars. In Division Three, we have AFC Tadworth versus ECS Classics 11, CF Raul versus Manor Park Wanderers, Effingham Park United versus Downside, Mondial versus Alexandria United Irons, and Riverside versus Tulworth. In Division Four, we have Banstead Eagles versus Kingston Boys, Horton Athletic versus Bev Athletic, Sutton Knights versus Kingston Patriots and Walton Heath versus Hersham Rangers. In Division 5, we have Yule Corinthians versus Seller Sunday, Hersham versus Erskine Rovers and RP Royals versus Dundonald. In Division 6, we have AFC Yule Reserves versus Nork, AFC Rio versus West Woking Wanderers, Byfleet Men's versus Epsom and Yule Old Boys, Southwest Eleven versus Team Athletic, Woodham Victoria versus Ironside, and then moving on to Division Seven, we have Alexander United Ravens versus Hersham Royals, Croy Gas Phoenix versus Haydens Park, Leverhead Galacticos versus Newdegate Sunday. In Division Eight, we have Abbey Rangers Reserves versus St Helier, and Epsom All Stars versus Claygate Casuals. In Division 9, we have a full set of six fixtures AFC Cannons versus Surbiton Sports Reserves, Alexandra Athletic versus Rye FC, Fetcham United versus AFC Tolworth, Kingston Dynamos versus Sporting Renegades, Malden United versus Hamworth Sports Reserves, and Rosehill Athletic Reserves versus Eggham Stags. In Division 10, we have Sutton Knights A versus My Team Paid. And Willoughby Arms versus Cheen Village, in Division 11. We have f, f, M, f and M United versus F C Surrey Side 11, and S C R Level S C R Yellows versus Tadworth Tigers. In Division 12, we have Double H versus Off the Grid, Interham versus Epsom Rovers, Old Wimbledonians B versus B C J. Parkside United versus West Woking Rovers. And Shearwater Sunday versus your Galacticos. And that is all 49 fixtures this week, for this weekend. Good luck to all the sides involved. And it's great to finally have competitive football back in the Leatherhead League. Moving on now to the four games of the week that i picked. Game one is Wandsworth Elite versus Barnes Eagles Seniors. Wandsworth Elite being promoted from Division One. Very convincingly, I think they've lost one game all season. Um, taking on Barnes-Eagles, who are a new side and have come in from another league. Um, really excited to see how that goes. Barnes-Eagles always a side that go far in cup competitions. So excited to see how they do and excited to see how League get on in the prem. Um, then game two in division three is a new side in CF Real Morden versus Manor Park Wanderers. Um Ralph Morden are very They look like a well-polished side on social media. Um, They've taken on some good sides in pre-season and look to have done well. So I've gone for them. Um, And also Manor Park Wanderers, from what I've heard, are a very good side as well. So that should be a good opening clash to show how they'll both get on in the new division with also Manor Park Wanderers being promoted from Division 4. Game 3 from Division 6, I've gone for Southwest 11 versus Team Athletic. Um, Again, Two very polished social media sides, uh, both new sides, um, and I see both sides are very good players that we that um, my side have played against. So I think that'll be a cracker, and that's definitely a, a game to look out for. Um, and finally, I've gone for Sutton Knights A versus my team, Paid. My team, Paid, are a very, very loud side on social media. Um, so yeah, any fixture with them involved in this season is like a cup final for the side of playing them um in terms of getting up for the game but also Sutton Knights they had a very good season last year um and are a very good club in general in the Sunday in the Leverhead league. Uh, always have strong solid sides. So a good opening test for my team paid in their first ever game. Um, again interesting to see how they get on and that's my four games of the week. That's it for the Leatherhead and district. Thank you for listening and speak to you again next week.
8: Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, no matter the time you're listening, thank you for listening in. Uh, it's myself, Daniel, a.k.a. Fingers manager of the great, mighty Buy Never Losing, back for another season. Um, what an incredible, unique end to the 1920 season we had. Um, but now moving forward to all things 2020 and 2021, let's see if we can push on to another season, do things better. I hope every club in the Met does better, improves on all things they wanted to improve on, meets all their goals that they want to meet. Let alone, whether it's getting a new ground, whether it's getting a new kit, whether it's winning trophies. I hope everyone moves forward and does the best. Um, and I'm just going to give you a quick run through of the Met League Premier Division next year because we do have some new teams and it will be a bit spicier you now. So, um, to start off, we have top. So start off top and hope they finish top is the great and the mighty by never losing. Um, next we have Burmsley Town coming in, um, heard big things about them, apparently a very good side, uh, Not they have a Saturday team but um, I think some of the players from FC Cortez will be merging over with them so it will be a, yeah, be a good, good, good league to play in, good division to play in. Um, make things tougher, we have um, Catford Wanderers as they always are, always in the Premier Division, always a good game. Uh, Santa Cruz, they stay in the league this year Kawuya stay in the league this year, very strong team Golden Eagles are there, Golden Eagles are still in the league uh, Very, very strong team, didn't have the greatest of years last year But finished strong towards the end, so I wish them all the best Uh new team called Grand Athletic coming in I've heard big things about them of recent, big sponsorship deals Big, big players coming in, so they will be a good test for many teams in this Prem division also, we have Lambeth All-Stars. So, Lambeth All-Stars, obviously there's been a lot of whispers of them going over to the in Bromley, which their main team has done. Um, so, I know they still have another team in the Met. I don't know which players will play there, but there will be a Lambeth All-Stars representing themselves in the Met League next year. We have a new team called M-Boys. Never heard of them. I can't tell you where they're from. I can't tell you who they played with. Um, I can't tell you who they played against. I can't tell you any of the results, but I do know... For them to come straight into this Premier Division, they must be something, so I don't expect them to be walked over. Um, South London Panthers, they've been promoted up from Division 1 um, after a bit of controversy, which I've, I've, I've seen a recent. Well, not controversy, but a lot of people complaining that they didn't get promoted, but South London Panthers did. But personally, I believe Panthers deserved the promotion, beat many Prem teams last year in Cup competitions. Tested many Prem teams the cup competition So they'll do fine out there And they'll be will be a good challenge For many people And Chavellas They stay in the league This year as well After Their debut season In the Met Last year Cool Next one Is We're going down to Division 1 Let's see the new teams In Division 1 mm, New teams I've seen in here We have So Athletic Dildow They've been in there Board and Sports Met They're in there again uh, Belmont Athletic good team had very good preseason from what I've seen um, Broccoli Athletic are in there a new team I've, I don't think they've been in there before they're called Juke FC so where I come from this we, we say Juke Bull so hopefully there should be a good a good football inside. Um, Cabba United are in there MSL are in Division 1 Rifled Vipers have gone up which I'm very 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 excited to see very excited to see because they are a very good team and I do speak highly of them very young, energetic, hard-working team. So, I'd love to see anyone that will come up against Rifle this year. South East Kings, they um, they stay in Division 1. And South Warrior Football Club, they also are in Division 1 this year. Um, unfortunately, I'm not going to run through all the four leagues just because of timing and stuff. And plus, we haven't really started till the 20th yet, so I can't really let you know things. But what I will let you know is that um, our league is still currently finishing off our cup competitions from last year so we have three cup finals that have been decided and the fourth will be decided this sunday so the first cup final is brixton versus athletic dildow and i believe that is the george hardy cup so um congrats to brixton and athletic dildow for um reaching that final Another final I know is Lambeth All Stars versus Brixton, which will be another very, very, very good final. Um, very well contested. They will work hard and be a massive battle. And then this weekend, we have two semi-finals. So we have Ryfield versus Lambeth All Stars, and we have Golden Eagles versus the great, the mighty Bayern never losing. And obviously whoever wins those will progress to the finals of the Bill Bracet Memorial Trophy. So still a lot going on in the Met. Thanks for listening. Um, yeah, I'll keep you updated weekly like we used to. And it's a pleasure to, to be back in your headphones, at your speakers, no matter where I'm coming from. Yeah, you have a good day, guys, and I'll see you next week.
0: This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by down to play the simple app
4: for next game availability.